0: I know you're going to love her. I know you're going to love her show. That's Earn Your Happy with Lori Harder. Go subscribe today and watch your life be changed.
1: Welcome back to the new EDU podcast. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode. We're so excited that you're here today. Wade apparently is gonna serenade us during this episode because he's over here holding his guitar I in am. his lap. So I'm not sure
2: I don't know what's
1: going on with this today. That's I just mean, what we do. Do you have a melody for the for our friends or no? Just gonna,
2: just some background music. You know. I was
1: gonna say, is it gonna be like church, you know, when the pastor starts to wrap up or That could be my cue when to stop talking. I don't know. That
2: happens a lot, but not. So,
1: so thank you for. I don't know
2: why I'm holding it. Thank you for that uplifting
1: melody. I'm sure that everybody.
2: I'll 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 bring some background music back when it gets. Especially if it's in the
1: morning and you're on your commute. There you go, friends. That just just brought all of the joy to your soul.
2: Great teachers don't just come from the classroom. They can be found almost anywhere in your life. That's why we, Wade and Hope King,
1: created this podcast to connect you with the stories, the tools, and the joy you need to take education to the next level.
2: Nowadays, everyone's an educator,
1: whether you chose that career or not.
2: And we're all in this together.
1: So come on, let's do this. Welcome Welcome to to the the new edu. EDU. Today's episode, and I guess your guitar kind of plays a role, I don't know, in today's episode, but yeah. we are going to talk all things, dun-dun-dun, energy, how do you find energy, how do you get extra mm-hmm. energy, how do you get your energy back, where do you where do you look for energy? This is actually a question that Wade and I get a lot, because we do a lot of things. We,
2: yeah, we get it all the time. And I'm like, I never have energy. <laughs> like you can ask anybody that's, that knows me, they will always say, Wade's always tired <laughs> all the that's time. So I'm true. tired right now. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I've, had a, I've had a rough day. It's been a rough day.
1: You've had a great day, as a matter of fact.
2: Uh-uh. You said, you said I didn't have a rough day. <laughs> well, I, I was having a rough day. We'll
1: get into the marital argument here in a minute. That'll keep the people <laughs> hanging on. They're going to be like, wait a second, I just got to hear what I did. <sighs> um, no, but we get this question a lot because we, you know, obviously, our educators or parents, we pre-pandemic, we would travel the country and we would speak at different schools yep. and we would probably be traveling at least, you know, several times a month and mm-hmm. then traveling for Get Your Teach On and holding these big conferences and then, you know, rock
2: your school, rock your
1: school, just so many things. And people, it's probably one of the number one questions I get, especially when we're posting about things that we're doing or traveling is how do you have the energy? How do you keep up the energy? And so um, I thought that this would be a great time for this episode just because I know that energy has been something that I've been struggling with, especially during the this time. And so I've got some tips and things that mm-hmm. I've really been focusing on about how do I find my energy? Where do I go to that we could share with everybody? We're going to kind of get, dive into the very first thing, which is what Wade was alluding to in his mm. bad day, which was not even a bad, You've mm. had a great day. We're going to kind of give some strategies and some tips for things that we use. And the first thing, you know, when you think about energy and we're going to talk about Kids and the classroom, and how we get you know our, our energy back in the classroom because that's like a second that's another ball game first you've got to focus on you personally right because you've got you know you hear this silly saying and you see it on little memes and all the things decorated on posters, but be the energy that you want to attract. And so the same is true for our classroom, and we can't even go there yet or talk about our kids at home or how we're going to help them find energy or find motivation if we don't have it first. And so we wanted to start with you personally first. Where do we personally find our energy? And this has been a big thing for Wade and I recently that we've actually just recently kind of
2: In the past few months. In the past few months, really figured figured
1: out or not discovered because it's been discovered, but just figured out for our own personal lives. You know, you get into this whole idea of self-care and what that really means. And self-care is a great way to find energy. But self-care is not just, you know, doing something that you enjoy doing. It's knowing who you are Mm -hmm. and what you need to really fill that energy tank. You know, I think about um, how many of you, I'm just curious, how many of you, I don't know. Wade, we'll see what kind of person you claim to be.
2: Yeah. What what are you asking?
1: What kind of person are you when it comes to your tank in your car? Are you the kind of person that fills up the tank when you notice that you're about a three quarters of the way empty? You've got about a quarter of a tank left? Mm. Or are you the person who waits till it's like dash, 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 and it's like blinking and like you're not going to make it another? Now, I know what kind of person he is, folks. So we're going to see what he admits to be. All right. So which person are you? I
2: definitely don't leave my gas tank full. When it's getting low, I get gas. It used to be when it was blinking, (laughs) I, I would go to the gas station. I try not to do that as much because I've learned that I will be pushing my car.
1: No, but here's the thing. When you go to the gas station, You're typically in a hurry because you've waited until it's an inopportune time and then you only fill it up like a quarter of a tank, and then we're going to the gas tank frequently. Well, no, I'm not talking about that. But that's so. Then when I get in the car, are you following?
2: I think so. Continue. Let me see. Then when
1: I get in the car, I'm in a hurry. I have to go somewhere. And so I'm typically the person that waits till it's like dash, 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 just because I'm like, wait, didn't get gas. Now I don't have time to get gas. And here we are. I've called you several times. Like, how many miles do I have once it goes to dash, 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 dash before I'm actually pushing my car? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. we've been there before. So anyways, I was just seeing if you were going to admit the type of person you are. But... There's a point to this. yeah. So we're talking about our cars and what kind of person are you when it comes to your gas? I think it's always a big question for everybody. If you're thinking about this personally, what kind of person are you? And are you paying attention to your needs or are you waiting till your gas, your personal gas tank gets to dash, 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 because then we're at a place where, oh my goodness, am I going to be pushing my car? Am I going to be pushing myself? And so just reflecting on, mm-hmm. are you somebody who takes care of yourself when you recognize that you are lo- low on energy or that you need some energy or are you the person who waits till you're like completely out cuz for me if i wait till i'm completely out it's harder for me to kind mm. of come out of and wow. really kind of mm. find energy and find Yeah, i'm just
2: i'm just sitting here listening to you cuz i had never heard this before. Oh. Did you come up with this yourself then? I
1: did think of this myself wow, I mean i'm gosh. sure that somebody else has no, it. No, i'm there, just but,
2: reflecting but, on it. I mean that's that's real yeah. Wow. Because it's not only when you go to the gas station it's how much you refuel, yeah. and oh wow, that's yeah, well, so, anyways, my mind is blown. I just wanted to Boom. start off.
1: That's wow. good, it's good Man, stuff. I love that we get these kind of things for our marriage. Can we pause recording. this real quick? Uh, and
2: uh, I can reflect.
1: No, because Maverick mm. will be waking up from his nap soon. Oh, but yeah, that's right. I just wanted to start with that because you know I think that is an important piece to really consider as humans: are we taking care of ourselves on a regular basis and refueling when we recognize that? Oh, I'm starting to run low. Or are we literally waiting until we're like mm-hmm. flatline, no energy left? Because that is just hard to come out of. It's hard to it's hard to face another day. It's hard to get up. It's hard to find momentum. It's hard to. But if you have a little bit of something left, and then you add to that, I feel like it's a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. So just wanted to kind of start off with that. Glad I could help you out with your well, personal life weight and really much. Well, it on makes yourself. it
2: makes a lot of sense, which is crazy because it like that's that that's me and that's that's you. Like I feel like. And we've learned like through this season especially like if you give 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 you don't have anything left and you're not going to be able to refuel your, your, yourself yeah and the same goes for if you are trying to you know ne- you're never at full capacity so wow that's, that's amazing about. Mm.
1: so let's Into what we do then, when we realize that we're starting to run low, or for people like myself and yourself, when we realize that we're at dash dash at, which we're trying to stay away from, we're trying to be Mm -hmm. cognizant, we're trying to be aware of that. But things that we do to refuel, to fill our tanks when we are running on e, and so um, getting back into—sorry, I got off on a little. No, that's really good. But um, makes sense. Getting back into what we have really been focusing on the past couple of months is this whole idea of. Being an introvert versus being an extrovert and using this as a source to refuel you, not just as a, oh, I'm a people person or, oh, I'm really shy. Because when I hear these two terms, that's what I feel like a lot of people are really talking about is the fact that, oh, I'm a people person or I'm really shy. And we have found that there are actually power in these words when you understand whether you're an introvert or an extrovert Mm -hmm. as far as re-energizing yourself.
2: Yeah, I mean, I am definitely, I would identify as being an introvert. I think uh, most people around me would identify me as being an introvert. Our therapist identifies me as being an introvert, but I am not shy. Like, I'm not a shy person at all. I just don't, I just can't be in front of people all the time without having to find a way to escape, I guess. Yeah.
1: So these two terms are actually really more about how you re-energize yourself. And so, you know, a lot of people would be surprised to hear what they would say. No, no, you're not an introvert. He very much is. And we've actually learned this mm-hmm. through um communication with one another because when we would be out at big speaking events or we would be, you know, just around people all the time and um you is this know story time. This is story. no, no, we don't we don't need a little song. go ahead. Tell no, the story. I cannot do that. I oh. cannot take you seriously with the song <laughs> behind me. But um we would be out with you know, presenting and At the end of the day and when, you know, a lot of times we would be talking to people and we love interacting and talking with people. Yeah, like it's it's one um, of our
2: favorite things to do.
1: Yeah, we would get back and Wade would just literally be in the crankiest mood ever. Mm -hmm. And I would be like, what is going on? I I mean, I thought it was me. I was like, oh, so you can go out in front of people all day and put on a show. And then you come back with your wife, who you supposedly is your best friend you love, and you're a complete jerk. Like, what is wrong with you? And it caused us a lot of issues Mm -hmm. for a long time. Mm
2: -hmm. We didn't even realize, like, we did not realize it in the moment at all. We had no clue. It it was during this, yeah, it was during quarantine, right? Yeah. Where we were, because we... um, We have counseling sessions. We have a great therapist. And just talking through it, what we'll do individual sessions is sometimes we'll do um, uh, marital sessions too. And we were just trying to figure out what the heck is going on. And we would tell the stories just like Hope was doing. And our counselor was like, that is very much what an introvert would do. Because what, what I was doing was I was expending all of my energy that I had inside of me during those moments where I was speaking or I was talking to people. And when I came back, I didn't have, I literally had nothing left and I was so exhausted but, and that was just one example.
1: But we just thought like, oh, well, you just need sleep. Like I would yeah. keep saying you need, you need to go rest. to bed earlier. You need right. rest. But really, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert is how you refuel. And mm-hmm. so one of the things that we learned about Wade and his lack of energy, especially after, you know, really being around a lot of people, is that he needed to not – it's not even about sleep. It's about getting away from humans, like from every human being around, myself included, Maverick included, everyone, and just having some time for himself. And what we found is that it's not even that he needs a great deal of time. It's like even, you know, throughout the day, just 10 or 15 minutes here and there, just to get, even if he's doing something else, just to get away from people. That's how he re-energizes. And
2: it's it's not necessarily like exercise or it's literally, I just have to get away. I have to be like, I don't care if I'm sitting in the car by myself. I just have to be by myself to just kind of decompress. And honestly, that's what, what a lot of what was happening this morning. Like I said, today was a very rough day and I was cranky this morning and I was, but I have been around, I've been around. Hope for a long time because we're married, obviously, but we're in quarantine. I'm around Maverick, even though he's my son and he's a toddler. I'm still around him. Chase Mayo, who works with us, he's a he's quarant he's in our quarantine bubble all the time, and I'm I haven't had a moment to just get away for like 15, 20 minutes to just be me. I mean, it's one of those things to where we have to realize it for each other. And, and Hope and I were supposed to work out this morning. She goes, "I'm not working out with you. You can go work out by yourself." <laughs> And I was like, okay, but that was the best thing for me. He was, literally
1: came back and he was like, thank you for making me go by myself.
2: Because I love working out with her. I love doing things with her. But in in that moment, you as the individual, you as the person, whoever you are, you have to say, listen, it's, it's not about what it's you want. You, it's, it's about me. what you need. Yeah. It's not about what you want. It's what you yeah. need. And in that moment, I needed to just get away. I went out and I ran. And then I walked and then I just sat in the garage by myself for like 10 minutes and came back in and I was literally, totally different,
1: literally night and day human. I was like, and then he comes back in the room and he's like, oh, thank you so much for letting me go or for making me go work out myself. I'm in a great mood. And I'm like, yeah, you put me in a bad mood this morning. No, I'm kidding. That's who he is. For Whereas for me, I need my, now. I am more of an extrovert on this end. I don't need huge groups of people. Like I am not a party goer. Like I don't love to go to big events and big concerts and things like that. That stresses me out. I'm like claustrophobic. I don't like to be around large amounts of people in a very confined space, but I need my people. And so my very close friends or my mom or, you know, some Wade. And so that's where we're different because when I need to re-energize, mm. I need to be around Wade and he's the very opposite. Mm. And so then I get mad when he like tries to go away because I need him it's to, so hard to re-energize. Y'all, this is marriage. This is she, called marriage.
2: If she could, if I could live in her pocket.
1: It's true. She would
2: have me live in her pocket. And <laughs> I'm fine with true. that most of the time. But again, it's identifying what, what you need and what your spouse needs and saying, okay, it, this is what you need go ahead and do it and yeah. it's hard I mean and that's why marriage is hard that's why having an accountability partner and and people that you care for is hard and having relationships is hard because it's not all about you
0: all yeah. the time man one thing about me I love fashion and I always made a promise to myself once I started my brand I would come out with my own brand I would rock my own clothes I would wear my own hats and today, I just released my new line of hats at ShopRehabTime.com through Shopify. And listen, y'all, it's so easy. All because I use Shopify. (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Whenever, whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort. Thanks to Shopify magic, your AI powered all-star. And just keeping it straight up, Shopify helped me take my brand from out the trunk because I was selling my merch out the trunk (laughs) to now a worldwide brand reaching customers all across the globe. And what I love about Shopify also, there's no limit. No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Trent, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Trent now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's Shopify.com slash Trent. Make sure Trent is lowercase. Let's get it.
1: So for me, it's finding those people. It's having those conversations. I'll FaceTime with my mom or with some of my close friends or, you know, whatever I need to do just to to refuel me. And so that's really what being an introvert or an extrovert is all about is where you find your energy. And we have found that that is a huge game changer for us just to recognize those things. I mean, and it really
2: has been. It
1: really has been. And when we're low on energy, recognizing, OK, we need some time away or, you know, wait away. <laughs> even text, if I'm having a hard time or I'm low on energy, he's even been known to text our friends. I got a call from one of our friends, Daniel. Um, oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> one of our really good friends. And he just called me to check in with me. And I was like, Wade called you, didn't he? And Daniel said, well, like a week ago. But Wade's been known <laughs> to recognize that, you know, I need some some energy and who I get that from is my friends and from other people. And so it just really has been so, because literally after that phone call, it was just like, honey. Oh, I just I feel so good like so that has been so big for us and you know it's something that we have not even learned about recognized um focused on until here recently like we said in the past couple of months so really start thinking about again it's not about whether you like people or don't like people that has nothing to do with it it's about where do you find your best source of energy to kind of get things going again for yourself. And so if that means that you need to completely step away from everything and everybody, listen, you're in the classroom teaching or you're with your kids doing distance learning. You might need to schedule, you know, as an educator, obviously you, this is laughable, but you get a planning I'll t- period t- I'll tell you what for I a did. few minutes. I'll
2: tell you what I did. So yeah, you get a planning period that the kids would go to whatever activity and you may be like me. I will lock my door. I will shut my door. I would turn off my light. <laughs>
1: this is so true. I've worked with Wade, so I know this and is I so would, true. And
2: I would literally go behind the door and pull up a chair so no one could see me, and I would have my quiet time <laughs> for 10, 15 minutes. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I was one of the few males in the, in the elementary school as a teacher, and so I was. people were always coming... Well, and if you're a male elementary teacher, shout out to you for technology. And I know nothing about technology. They
1: just assume.
2: They, they just assume to get a bug, to get a rat, to what? There's a kid. I don't know. Something going on. So I had to hide. Like I would literally h- turn off, <laughs> hide, act like I wasn't there, and no one could find me. But guess what? <laughs> Everything was just fine. So take your minute. Take get you get you a hide in place for or 10 minutes. Or if you're minutes.
1: at home with doing distance learning with your kids, parents, you need these minutes these moments too. Schedule that in your day. Have a closet. Have qu- <laughs> 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 and who cares what happens to the kids? No, I'm kidding. Um, but schedule that in your day. Your kids may be the very same type of human that needs to get away from every... If you're noticing that your kids are cranky mm-hmm. and you know they need to refuel or re-energize, they may need to get a, get away from everyone to go into their rooms, have that quiet time. I think there is something to be said for everybody having quiet I, time. I, I'm a little guy and I,
2: I used to hide under the desk too. I just remember that, so...
1: Now you're telling all. Telling now you're all bringing all of your skeletons out of the closet. That's kind of one big thing that we just really wanted to share because it has been instrumental in really us understanding one another better, mm-hmm. us understanding kids better, us understanding the people that we work with better, and really what kind of starts to build the energy in yes. our tank. The next thing is, you know, again focusing on you and really another thing that we've had to focus on, which this one's hard too, and that first one's hard just because you got to admit to yourself what kind of person you are, but this one is all about lightening your load. So this, my friends, means that when you are struggling to find energy or when you're lacking energy or maybe you're at the dash, 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 or perhaps you're pushing your car. I don't know. You're pushing your car at this point in life. Lighten your load means that you have to learn a word that parents and educators alike don't like to say, and that is the word no. And But one thing that I – you know what? This has really – This was hard for me until I became a mom to Maverick. Actually, when I became pregnant, because then I was so concerned with my physical health and my physical well-being and making sure that I was taking care of myself because I was carrying a child Mm -hmm. that I really learned the power of saying no. But what I learned is that when you say no to all of the little, petty, minuscule things, that opens a door for you to be able to say yes to the things that really matter. And so you've got to figure out, you know, what, obligations do I have what things are being asked of me what are my expectations and what are the things that are just small and petty and not making a difference and I'm doing them because I feel obligated but not really because they they I need to do them they're perhaps somebody else in your school building or in your home or at your Whatever it is that you're doing that could do the job even better than you, but you're just not giving up that opportunity because you feel like it's on your shoulders, like you need to do it, right? And so I think it's so important for us to start recognizing, okay, what is on my load and where can I lighten it? Because if we're trying to give ourselves to everything – we can't give of ourselves completely to the things that really matter in our life and the things that we really find most valuable and then that's what's happening. we're exhausting all of our energy and we run out before we can finish our jobs.
2: when I used to hear this um, that the power of no I think I I thought more literal than what it actually is I mean it's it's giving up opportunities potentially that that you 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 may feel like you want to do, but you don't that's have a good point. to do them that's a good point. it's it's not necessarily Physically saying no, it's making the sacrifice of missing out on other things that aren't that as important. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
1: Is
2: that, <laughs> does that deserve music?
1: <laughs> that deserves some music, Wade. That deserves some energy. But that sacrifice, song is more guys. like a, I'm going to go.
2: Sacrifice.
1: <laughs> that song is a little more, I'm going to go to sleep. But no, that is such a valid point. Like We have to recognize that saying no is that. I mean, because I'm thinking about some things that I've said no to, and it's not that the saying no is the actual hard part. Like, that's the easy part, I feel like. It's recognizing that, man, I'm not going to be able to be a part of that or do this or, you know, become this or be with this person or, you know. Give up
2: your FOMO. Oh, give up your FOMO, give That's what give up you gotta your do.
1: FOMO guys and it's lighten your me. load. Like
2: um, I, I see a lot of teachers and I was this teacher, you were this teacher where we were teaching or if you have a new position or whatever it is, you're staying at school or a new job. If you're not a teacher at your new job, trying to prove yourself all hours of the day, all hours of the night, but you're not getting anything done. And no one's like you, you may think people see it, they see it a little bit, but in actuality, what are you really doing it for?
1: Nobody ever thanked me for staying at school till ten o'clock at night. No. Not one kid, not one no. parent, not one administrator, not one not not Nary, an individual nobody. No. No. Nobody. No. Not
2: Nary. What is what
1: is that? I don't know. Artrice Kennard used to say it all the time when oh. I worked and it just like stuck with me because okay. she would when she really wanted to emphasize yeah. nobody ever thanked me for that. And so recognizing that being a good educator does not include the hours that, that's not what makes you a good educator, the hours that you're working, right? What makes you a good educator is, first and foremost, taking care of yourself so that you can come back the next day and have that energy Mm. to be excited for your kids because that's contagious for them.
2: Or hiding away for 10 minutes so you have energy.
1: Recognizing as a, yeah, recognizing as a (laughs) parent that you don't have to say yes to everything that your child wants to do with you and you don't have to feel bad about it. Play with them. Yes, be intentional. Yes, show up for them. Yes, be there for Mm. them. Mm-hmm. But there are sometimes that you've got to do your own thing, too. And so, you know, I think that it's hard because saying no a lot of times is accompanied with guilt. And we don't want to deal with the guilt, so we just end up saying yes. And we're guilted into saying yes, which if we're guilted into something, we're probably not going to do our best at it anyways yeah. because we know we shouldn't be doing it. So, again, just learning to say no. And as Wade has pointed out with a very valid point, that that means that it's going to take sacrifice on your part to recognize I really want to do this, but I know uh-huh. I shouldn't do this uh-huh. because I need to be able to give more to this or to that. And this really goes back to priorities and setting and establishing your priorities and recognizing what really really matters. And when you have those priorities set in stone, then you can recognize all yeah. the things that you need to say no to.
2: Yeah, I mean, I this podcast right here.
1: You, did you need this? Did this you need is, this for are these good reminders for I yourself? I think this
2: is just good for for everybody involved. <laughs>
1: Chase included back there? Yeah. Chase, did you need to hear? Chase, Chase needs to hear all this Thumbs too up. in his in his bachelor, bachelor living life over there with his gaming headphones on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we've talked about how you get your energy, focusing on what you need to refuel, lightening your load, learning the sacrifice of saying no. I think that's how we need to start phrasing it, the sacrifice of saying no. Because for people like us, write that down. It is a true by King.
2: Hash, yeah, hashtag waking.
1: The so third thing that I wanted to share, number three, this is a concept of oh. and this 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 is for me, I think, more so than you, Wade, but maybe not because you also kind of took a social media break, but you are what you eat. And this is literally and figuratively, we are not dietitians are so we're not even going to try to go there and talk about that y'all can mm. you know you know all about health you know all about mm-hmm. eating the right things and if if you don't like there's plenty of people that can help you with that we are not <laughs> two of them but we do eat healthy i mean that is something that we focus on for and i most, do
2: for the most part when
1: i for the most i mean obviously we love a good i love a good dessert but
2: i love a good taco bell
1: wade loves a good taco bell Sponsor,
2: yeah taco bell.
1: <laughs> he's Please. waiting for that sponsorship that endorsement <laughs> obviously eating healthy yes that is so important like for me recognizing cutting out sugar and all of those things but i don't even want to talk about that because while that is a huge part and again go find your person that you're going to follow on social media get all the tips and tricks and meal prep and do all the fancy things i want to talk about you are what you eat figuratively in the form of social media So you know that social media, it's called a Facebook feed. It's called an Instagram feed. It's called a Twitter feed because regardless of whether you're like, oh, I'm just mindlessly scrolling. No, 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 no. You're consuming. You're consuming. You're eating. You're Mm. feeding your mind Mm. whatever is right there in front of your face. It could be triggering. it It could be negative things. I mean, Lord... God bless, help us all um, right now, especially around this time, as we're getting into campaign year and months coming up and, you know, the pandemic and all of these things. There's a
2: reason why you receive certain ads. There,
1: yeah, that, is, just, that is a and, fact. And you all know that. That is a fact. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, so many people say, oh, well, this is what I do for mindless activity. No, I, I just, this is how I escape. Uh, wrong that is the wrong Mm -hmm. thing to escape too because that very escape could be the thing that's triggering your lack of energy triggering you to feel more depressed or feel more anxious which there's there goes all your energy because now it's going in to feed your anxiety or your depression or whatever feelings that you have Mm -hmm. or emotions that you have i know i'm talking to myself right Mm -hmm. now. Right. And so remembering that those are called feed for a reason because they truly feed you. And so what are you consuming? Mm -hmm. And, you know, this may be something that you need to completely get out of your life altogether for a little while. Like Wade, you've been you took a social media break. Yep,
2: I took one yeah. Probably a month before you did, right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I mean, it was...
1: Everyone thought, I received, please let people know, like, or just don't, I don't know. Everybody thought that Wade had blocked them on social media, and really apparently did. he hated the world because he just, like, ghosted his account.
2: I didn't tell anybody. And I didn't even tell he, you. No. Yeah, I, I'll
1: wake up, and I was like, Wade, I think I that somebody care. hacked your account. Like, your Instagram's gone. Yeah.
2: I didn't care. It was just one of those things to where I was like, I'm I'm tired of just, I was finding myself just randomly scrolling Right? And, and, I'm, and I was a person before this where I do not pick up my phone in the bed. And so it wasn't even that I was on my phone. 20, I was just doing it at weird times and very habitual. I mean, even if we were sitting on the couch, I'd randomly scroll. It wasn't that I was working on it. It wasn't that I was making a post or responding to anybody. And I said, you know what? I just got to get away. I just got to stop. I'm tired of this. I mean, it was refreshing and it was uh, freeing.
1: It really, I mean, I took about a month off and I um, got rid of social media out of my life altogether. I didn't post. I didn't go in and look at messages. I didn't go in and see anything. And I'm telling you, there is something to be said for, because I find myself just an honest moment here. I can catch myself scrolling for 30, 45 minutes sometimes. Um, But not only that is when I'm scrolling, guys, it's just the little things you see. And I'm speaking from a woman's perspective, but there are so many things that go into how we feel about ourselves as people, but also from a male's perspective. But I can see one picture for one second of a beautiful influencer. Well, I look like crap today. So I'm like, just in that one blip of a second of me mindlessly scrolling and I'm putting quotations around mindlessly because we think this is our escape. No, I'm sitting there looking at this person like, man, she's so beautiful today. I wonder if Wade thinks that I need to put myself together, which Wade already knows that ain't happening. But like- I want. How, how does she look so beautiful all the time? Like as I'm continuing to scroll, those thoughts are going in my mind or perhaps it's a lesson that you see and you're like, man, I wonder how this, how this teacher has so much time to be able to do this and wow, I just wish I could do that for my kids mm. and I just feel so bad about myself or as a parent, you see this amazing opportunity that another parent did for their kids virtually and they have a whole classroom set up and man, they've got like the state-of-the-art technology and gosh, I, my kids don't have that and I feel so bad as a mom that I can't provide that for them mm. and then we get into comparison Mm-hmm. and we start getting into this comparison trap and you while you while you think you're mindlessly scrolling you're actually feeding yourself with negativity and feeding yourself with all the things that you're not measuring up to and all of the things that you're not doing or you're not being in that moment well, again, we're wasting our energy on scrolling and comparing energy. You have to use energy to compare. And so your energy is going somewhere. Yeah. And so I noticed that that is a huge energy suck for me because I come out of it feeling bad about myself.
2: After after we took the little hiatus, I mean, it's one of those things to where during the fasting of social media or whatever it is in your life that you're feeding yourself with that that places that negative emphasis on where your intentionality is supposed to be, I think you realize those opportunities where you are scrolling and you're feeding your mind with those things that, that produce something that just is not good for you or your health or your, or your mentality or your energy. Right. And so even afterwards, I think that we're more cognizant of saying, Oh, crap, I just picked up my right. phone to um, do and put it down. Oh, I, oh, Ma- Maverick is sitting right here beside me and he wants my attention. What am I doing here? Right. Put the phone down. Like it's one of those things to where you realize it before it even happens so you can fix it.
1: Yeah. And I'm just putting this out there as a reminder is that, you know, you're – you're creating a false comparison, almost in a sense, because your students don't follow teachers on Instagram. Your kids don't follow other parents on. So it's not like your kids are like, man, I wish my mom would do that for me, or man, I wish yeah. my teachers they would do that I for me. They, You're creating a false comparison based on things that you're seeing. And again, you don't know other situations and what their kids are lacking or mm-hmm. not lacking or what might actually really be happening in yeah. that household. Let's keep that in mind. But really, it's just and energy suck. And so remembering that they're called feeds for a reason. What are you feeding yourself? How much time and energy are you wasting scrolling on social media? And is it really benefiting you? Do you leave social media uplifted or do you leave it feeling badly about yourself? And if you do, you know that there's people that you can delete and there's people that you can get rid of. Fill your content with, fill your content with people like Bob Goff. Yeah. Who, literally is one of the most amazing humans and everything that I read so from joyful. him I'm just like I can do life now yeah so really be conscious of who is in your feed.
2: I mean and one, one last thing before we move on I mean during this time period it's- We we look to social media to have that social interaction, and so we're we're by no means saying social media is bad because because we 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 all join in like we need to connect with people, and it's how you use it, and And what it does for you, you Mm -hmm. and and what you use it for. At the beginning of quarantine, we were watching a sermon, and uh, the pastor said, "I because all of us, and you probably listening right now, you were." watching the news 24-7 to see see what was happening. We were too. We were consumed with it. We were consumed with checking the news Mm -hmm. um, or watching the news. And he said, hey, I check the news. I don't watch the news. Mm -hmm. So if that's something you have to do with social media, if you have to check social media instead of watch and scroll social media, Maybe you need to reflect on that and, and, and check it.
1: And speaking of the social p- aspect, before we move on to the last thing that I want to talk about, you know, this this is also very true of your friends and your friendship. Mm. The very same way that um, social media can either add to your energy or take away from it, so can your friends. Mm-hmm. And it is okay to not be friends. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. It's okay to not be friends with people who are making your life worse.
2: Well, Trent Shelton just uh, spoke about this and he made a post about it. He said, there's nothing wrong with good people, but good people may not be right for me. And so you have to reflect, is that person right for you? Does that person benefit you? There's nothing wrong with them, but they may not be the right fit.
1: Right. And, you know, I've had someone share with me that friends, you know, there's there's different reasons for friends, and sometimes they're friends that are going to be lifelong friends who are going to stay the long haul, and those are very mm-hmm. few and far between. Oh, you can wow. probably count them on your hand. And then you have friends who are there for a season and a reason, and then it's time for them to, you know, exit your life and move on, and you probably never talk to them again. And so really evaluating those relationships, those friendships, and which ones are toxic. And we mm-hmm. all have toxic relationships in our lives. It's just a matter of, again, the sacrifice. The sacrifice of what you said sacrificing to say no, sacrificing relationships for the sake of our peace and for the sake of our energy is huge. Mm-hmm. And getting out the things that our, our mm-hmm. energy sucks, that sucking our tanks completely dry so that we can refuel that and fill it with things that are uplifting to right. us and encouraging to us and good friendships and solid relationships. So I just wanted to add that into the social part. And the final thing that we're going to talk about, and I guess we're going to have to make this a two-part episode because That's we fine. do have things to talk about as far as how do you find energy in the classroom specifically? How do we help our students? students find yeah. energy? How do we help our kids at home become motivated and find energy? So we'll have to do a part two to this whole sure. energy series. But the final thing is, you know, really perspective and the sense of gratitude. And I know that people talk about this all the time. And you have the gratitude journals and you have all of these different things that you can do. And some people do that and some people are just kind of more of mindful about it. Mm-hmm. But for me you know, perspective, a lot of people will say, well, how do you how do you find the energy to exercise? Again, kind of Wade talked about it there. Y'all, there are more times than not that I'm like, I am so stinking tired. I don't know if I can take one more step but it is a choice. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, it is a choice. And so Mm -hmm. for me, for things like exercising, I will, you know, if I'm really struggling, I will say, you know, this is a gift that I'm given. I'm in a body that Mm -hmm. can exercise, that has the capabilities, the ability to be able to get out and run on these streets. And so I am going to use that because I'm sure there are a lot of people who wish that they could, Mm -hmm. who wish that they could do those things. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do it because I'm capable and I'm in a body that's capable or, you know, teaching my goodness, how am I going to do this? Really reframing it and saying, I get to do this. I get this opportunity to go in and to work with others and to impact their lives. And so I think it's a perspective shift of all of the things instead of saying, I have to do, I get to do. Really focusing on that mindset, that mentality, I think truly changes my energy level because I'm like, Oh, I do. I, I get to do this. I get to be a part of this. And it kind of gets gives me a little extra pep in my stuff.
2: I look at, at it again as, as the comparison, like you were talking about earlier, on how people look at people who work out or people who run or people who exercise. And they have a warped sense of what this individual looks like compared to themselves. And probably what you don't know more often than not everybody has something they have to overcome to be able to get to whatever level that they are at mm-hmm. they, they they all started at the same place which was nowhere <laughs> and so you all start at the beginning you all start with being tired with being exhausted with being super excited the first two weeks and then the third week comes and then the fourth week and you're you like ah man and you yep. don't feel like you're going anywhere yeah. i mean I, I i know a lot of you guys are listening you're like oh well hoping and way they work out all the t- well what what you don't know is probably that I've struggled with asthma my whole entire life. I'm on Advair. I'm on Singular, I'm on all these different medications. And I I let that limit me for a long period of time. And I said I would never run. How, like, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, you I ran a marathon. And I ran the New York City Marathon. <laughs> and it was because I was like, you know, I'm not going to let that define me. I'm not going to let that stop me. And it's one of those things to where you, If you choose to do something, you have to commit to it. You have to set goals like we talked about in previous podcasts. And you have to set sustainable goals. Yeah. How are you going to get there? And it's what you feed your mind with. It's what you feed your I was body say, with. Mind over it's, matter. It's it's hard. In a lot of situations. It's hard, and you have to make other sacrifices in other areas yes. if that's what you choose that you want to do. It's really weird how this is coming full circle now, isn't it? This whole podcast, yeah. it's going back to just focusing on what's important to you. Is living a healthy lifestyle important to you? Well. You got to make some changes and you got to say no to the extra stress that, um, scrolling on Instagram or extra stress from school or extra stress from whatever's going on to refocus that energy into being the best person you can be.
1: Yeah. So at the end of the day, you know, first of all, it takes a step in recognizing that maybe you're getting up and you're, I just don't ever have any energy. I just don't ever have. OK, well, what are we going to do? We can't just sit there taking action is not just sitting there and saying, oh, I'm just not an energetic person. Mm-hmm. There are steps that you can do. There are things that you can do to, to change that mindset and to refuel your body. But it is going to take that sacrifice. So, again, f- yeah. finding out what what what. what fuels you? What do you need? Do you need time away? Do you need time with your people? What do you need to get that energy back? Really focusing on light your load, the sacrifice of saying no, like you said, Mm. full circle, coming around, saying no, and sacrificing those things that you might want to really be a part of, but you know there's something greater in store. Don't fear the FOMO. Don't fear the FOMO. Think about what you're eating. Figuratively, what are you feeding yourself on social? What are you feeding yourself through relationships? What are you feeding yourself through friendships? That right there can be a huge energy drain. Yes. And then finally, perspective and gratitude. Really seeing things through from a different perspective. Mindset a mind frame I get to do mm. I get to do mm-hmm. I get to do I 'm capable of doing I'm blessed to be able to do so those are just some things that we have really been focused on that we have seen really be shifts completely in our energy and again it's not that we always have the energy, but we know how to find it we know mm-hmm. what reenergizes us what refuels us there you go. <laughs> that was a tough one. Yeah. words are hard um, but when we 're pushing our car, we know where to find gas right mm-hmm. we know how to get to a gas station we know how do we know how to get gas for ourselves? Do we know mm-hmm. how to fill our tank? And that's what's important is recognizing what fills your tank. So we are going to come back with part two of this whole energy talk because we think it is important. That's a lot. Where um, we are going to focus on energy in the classroom and how, again, how we how we find our energy as a teacher. If we've lost the energy or we've, we've lost the motivation, how we find that, how we also help our students find energy and motivation, kids at home. So we, we will be back with part two of Let's this. Wade will probably yep. have his guitar again. But I will. Thank you for joining us again. Again, some Do we need
2: some music you can give us some on? exit
1: music thank you again thank for you joining us he's going to sing with it no <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to sing for joining us for the new EDU and we will see you during the next episode bye everybody
2: the new EDU is hosted by me Wade King
1: and me Hope King
2: the show is produced by Chelsea Harfish
1: and edited by Andrew Weller, with production support from Sterling Coates and Chase Mayo.
2: Cameron Berkman is our executive producer.
1: The new EDU podcast is a 3% chance production.
0: that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage all the way to the did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system whenever All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Trent now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash Trent. Make sure Trent is lowercase. Let's get it. Hey you, I got a question for you. Are you trying to build your community online this year? If not, you should. Without the rehabbers across the world, there would be no trend Show in the rehab time. Everyone in business is talking about the power of community because when you get community right, Not only does your audience grow faster, but so does your sales. But where is everyone managing their communities these days? A lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to Circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content, create discussions, live streams, group chats, memberships, all